Listen to God's Word for October 14th. Today's reading includes John 4, Matthew 8, and Mark 2. May God bless this reading of His Word. John 4 When Jesus realized that the Pharisees were aware He was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John, although it was not Jesus who baptized but His disciples, He left Judea and returned to Galilee. Now he had to pass through Samaria, so he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Since Jacob's well was there, Jesus, weary from his journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. You are a Jew, said the woman. How can you ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God and who is asking you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. "'Sir,' the woman replied, "'you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. "'Where then will you get this living water? "'Are you greater than our father Jacob, "'who gave us this well and drank from it himself, "'as did his sons and his livestock?' "'Jesus said to her, "'Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, "'but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst.' Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a fount of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I will not get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, the woman replied. Jesus said to her, You are correct to say that you have no husband. In fact, you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. You have spoken truthfully. Sir, the woman said, I see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews say that the place where one must worship is in Jerusalem. Believe me, woman, Jesus replied, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. But a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such as these to worship Him. God is spirit, and His worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus answered, I who speak to you am he. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised that he was speaking with a woman. But no one asked him, What do you want from her? Or, Why are you talking with her? Then the woman left her water jar, went back into the town, and said to the people, 
Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? So they left the town and made their way toward Jesus. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he told them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. So the disciples asked one another, Could someone have brought him food? Jesus explained, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Do you not say, There are still four months until the harvest? I tell you, Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are ripe for harvest. Already the reaper draws his wages and gathers a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. For in this case the saying, One sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and now you have taken up their labor. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in Jesus because of the woman's testimony, He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to Him, they asked Him to stay with them, and He stayed two days. And many more believed because of His message. They said to the woman, We now believe not only because of your words. We have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man truly is the Savior of the world. After two days, Jesus left for Galilee. Now he himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own hometown. Yet when he arrived, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all the great things he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they had gone there as well. So once again he came to Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged him to come down and heal his son, who was about to die. Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. Sir, the official said, Come down before my child dies. Go, said Jesus, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. And while he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was alive. So he inquired as to the hour when his son had recovered, and they told him, The fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour. Then the father realized that this was the very hour in which Jesus had told him, Your son will live. And he and all his household believed. This was now the second sign that Jesus performed after coming from Judea into Galilee. Matthew 8 When Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him. Suddenly a leper came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Then Jesus instructed him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift prescribed by Moses as a testimony to them. 
When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came and pleaded with him, Lord, my servant lies at home, paralyzed and in terrible agony. I will go and heal him, Jesus replied. The centurion answered, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell one to go, and he goes, and another to come, and he comes. I tell my servant to do something, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west to share the banquet with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, as you have believed, so will it be done for you. And his servant was healed at that very hour. When Jesus arrived at Peter's house, he saw Peter's mother-in-law sick in bed with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she got up and began to serve them. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to Jesus, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took on our infirmities and carried our diseases. When Jesus saw a large crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the sea. And one of the scribes came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Another of his disciples requested, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. When he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. Suddenly a violent storm came up on the sea, so that the boat was engulfed by the waves. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. You of little faith, Jesus replied, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and it was perfectly calm. The men were amazed and asked, What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. When Jesus arrived on the other side in the region of the Gadarenes, he was met by two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. What do you want with us, Son of God? they shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? In the distance, a large herd of pigs was feeding. So the demons begged Jesus, If you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. Go, he told them. So they came out and went into the pigs, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and died in the waters. 
Those tending the pigs ran off into the town and reported all this, including the account of the demon-possessed men. Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. Mark 2 A few days later, Jesus went back to Capernaum, and when the people heard that he was home, they gathered in such large numbers that there was no more room, not even outside the door, as Jesus spoke the word to them. Then a paralytic was brought to him, carried by four men. Since they were unable to get to Jesus through the crowd, they uncovered the roof above him, made an opening, and lowered the paralytic on his mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there and thinking in their hearts, Why does this man speak like this? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? At once, Jesus knew in his spirit that they were thinking this way within themselves. Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? he asked. Which is easier, to say to a paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I tell you, Get up, pick up your mat, and go home. And immediately the man got up, picked up his mat, and walked out in front of them all. As a result, they were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Once again, Jesus went out beside the sea. All the people came to him, and he taught them there. As he was walking along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. Follow me, he told him. And Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was dining at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the scribes, who were Pharisees, saw Jesus eating with these people, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus told them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were often fasting. So people came to Jesus and asked, Why don't your disciples fast like John's disciples and those of the Pharisees? Jesus replied, How can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? As long as he is with them, they cannot fast. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the new piece will pull away from the old, and a worse tear will result. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. Instead, new wine is poured into new wineskins. One Sabbath, Jesus was passing through the grain fields, 
And his disciples began to pick the heads of grain as they walked along. So the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus replied, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? During the high priesthood of Abiathar, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which was lawful only for the priests, and he gave some to his companions as well. Then Jesus declared, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, The Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listentogodsword.org.